off the barrel, bat flip, looked over at him and said, punch a ticket and ran around the bases. It was sweet because that sent him home. Most famous for having my phone. Uh, does Instagram DM count? Yeah, absolutely. Mark, Mark Cuban. Really? Oh, dude. Yeah, bro. And it's gonna be it's gonna be two two count. He's gonna throw 104 on the black. I'm gonna watch it. He's gonna call it a ball. He's gonna <laughs> throw a cutter into my hand and I'm gonna hit it into the river at San Francisco. All right, everyone. What is up? We got future MLB player, future All Star, future anything you want. My new best friend. My yeah, anyways, we got Max Clark, everyone. <laughs> That's what's going on. Go! Guys, guys we got I'm Max Clark. Um, for those of you that don't know who Max Clark, for the very few people out there, Max, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, of course. Well, first, I want to say thank you for, you know, having me on here. It's nice to, you know, get on a little pod, have a little bit of fun. So, uh, but yeah, a little bit about me. I am a, I'm a senior in high school. Uh, I, uh, I live, uh, in like 20 minutes south of Indianapolis, Indiana. So grew up playing for the Indiana Bulls, uh, went through the whole travel circuit. Um, I committed to Vanderbilt in the beginning of my freshman year. Uh, so I've been there, committed there for a while, just got done signing in November. So I was super excited about that. Got down there for the official and it was awesome. You know, I really thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, but on the flip side of that, I am also projected somewhere inside of the top seven picks in this year's MLB draft. So, you know, big, big decisions coming soon, um, but I'm excited for the process and, you know, just, just enjoying it as we go. Dude, that's crazy. Give this, give this man a round of applause. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Beautiful. Not many My people God. out there say freshman year I started to commit to Vanderbilt. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> freshman year, I was like, I don't even know what I was doing freshman year. but <laughs> I sometimes forget what I was doing. Oh, um, goodness. But real quick, to start it off, uh, Isaiah, we're going to do some rapid questions, just a few questions. Uh, fans can kind of get to know you on these interesting questions, but uh, Isaiah, do what you do. All righty. Are you ready? Oh, this is sweet. I love rapid questions. So <laughs> What's your favorite movie? Uh, 42. 42? Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, favorite fast food restaurant? Chipotle. If you if you classify Chipotle as fast food. I knew like, that. I knew that <laughs> because because the other day he didn't answer my call and he was like, I was getting Chipotle. I knew that <laughs> yeah, was gonna dude, be a fast I literally food. like like three times a week at minimum. Like it's so good. You get double protein, don't you? Oh yes. Okay, so uh, can I give you the can we go through the rundown real quick? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Run it down, okay, run it down. Know, dude, you know, we got okay, so you get a burrito, double chicken, queso, light lettuce, cheese. And then you get three tacos on the side. Same thing, twenty eight bucks, two thousand calories. Absolute bulk meal. It's unreal. Oh my god, you're you're Let's eighteen, go. aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, that's awesome. Though. Oh my god, the Max Clark meal. I love it. Exactly. Xbox or they, PlayStation. They need one of yes, dude. So good. <laughs> Xbox or PlayStation. Xbox. That's right. Let's there go. You know, our last, our last guest yes, sir. Uh, said PlayStation, and we kicked him off the podcast. So good, good. As you should, as you right. should. Microsoft for the win. <laughs> favorite. What's your favorite game? Uh, Rainbow Six Siege. That's all I play. Ooh, okay. okay. I okay. Marvel or DC? Oh, oh, you guys are gonna hate me for this, but neither. Whoa. I'm cool with yeah. it. I'm cool with it. I'm not a big. I'm not I, a big fan of those either. I'm cool. With I that. can't stand. I just I've never gotten into them. Dang. Well, what's your favorite? You have a favorite superhero at least? 
Oh, the only the only movie I enjoyed watching that had a superhero in it was Iron Man. So okay. I don't even know what that is. Like, is that is that Marvel? Yeah, that's Marvel. Okay, yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. What's your favorite artist? Oh, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with J Cole. J Cole's my that's my go to. Okay. Nice. Favorite TV show? Oh man, uh, Criminal Minds. Oh, okay. And then what's your favorite sport other than baseball? Football, for sure. Football. Football? Sure. Team. Uh, oh, I hate professional football. Oh my god. So are you are you a, are you a Roll Tide fan for for college? I am not. Dude, I can't. Hey, it's cool. it's <laughs> cool. I'm not. I'm not, but I'm a I'm a Notre Dame fan, so Okay. And, you know, only like 2 hours away, but yeah. Okay. And then what is the one thing you can't live without? One thing I can't live without. Probably like AirPods. Like I have <laughs> to have them on me. Like it doesn't matter the time. Like in class, working out, hitting, pregame, postgame. <laughs> like if you could. Anyway. Bed. Like, I just can't think of a time where I don't usually have them in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then what is your dream car? Uh, uh, either a C8 Corvette or a C7 ZR1 Corvette. So that either way, Corvette, hundred <laughs> percent. And then my last question for you: Who's the most famous person that you have on your phone? Most famous person I have on my phone. Uh, does Instagram DM count? Yeah, absolutely. Mark Mark Cuban. Really? Oh, dude. Yeah, bro. Well, what yeah. do you hit you up for? yeah so i was working uh i was like so this was during team usa um i was working with this his name's michael gruen and he does like a ton of just like marketing um and i don't know like if you're familiar with this uh sway boys from tiktok but he like started the sway boys so i like got in touch with him because he knew one of my buddies from florida that was in the home run derby and so like what michael does is just kind of like he's a huge networking junkie so he ended up putting me in a group chat with Mark Cuban. And Mark Cuban was like, dude, go do your thing the next few years. Good luck. I wish you the best. And I literally just like stared at my phone for like nine minutes. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, it was a one text conversation, but it's still the best conversation I've ever had. That's so cool. Dude, that's awesome. Well, um, it was it was nuts. That's crazy. Um, But yeah, dude, we got I got a lot to talk about. Uh, You kind of went over a lot of like what I'm planning on asking you. So, uh. Real quick, how was playing for Team USA? Oh, it was literally the, like, it was the end-all, be-all for me. It was kind of the last thing that I wanted to check off my bucket list for high school. And it was as good and even better than anything someone could try to explain to me. So, you know, for me, it had, like, a lot of personal connection, too. Um, like, I so in the, my 15-year year, um, I was 14 years old, and I. But the way USA works is it's by birth year, so I'm a really late 04. My birthday is December 21st, so I'm like right before the cut. <laughs> so for my 15U USA trials, I was actually playing with the 2022 class, so like Drew, Tamar, Elijah, all those kids. Um, and for me, that was the first time on like a national stage for me uh, because I really wasn't like a huge prospect. Like I was like top 50 in the country or something like that, and you know that's great but I was nothing compared to what I am now in terms of like notability, any of these things. So notoriety, sorry. And like, you know, going in there, I didn't really expect to make the team. 
Um, I never really thought that it was going to be something that would actually happen for me that year. And, you know, I was just counting on doing it my 18 year, getting the experience. But as I'm going through these like trials, these events, like I'm balling. I literally went like five for nine, lots of barrels. I struck out once. Um, and, you know, we get to the end of the day and they basically sit you down in like a 20 by 20 room. It was like this bedroom. They just sit you in a room and they pull out a roster sheet and they just read down the roster. Well, lucky for me, my first, it's my last name. So lucky for me, you either find out really quick that you made it or you find out really quick that you didn't. Yeah. So it's like eight, there's like one A, one B, completely skipped the C's. Nobody but the C's made the team. And I was like, wow, that sucks. But like I said, going into this, I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'm not going to make the team this year. So cool. Don't make the team. You go up and shake every coach's hand. Obviously tell them thank you for the experience. Like we appreciate the time. You know, it was a blast. I'll be back next year. Cool. Well, then I get to the manager and, you know, he's just talking to me. He's like, you know, you really, you really played great here. We really wanted you on this team, et cetera, et cetera. But he's like, but at the end of the day, you're just too small. And I was like, oh, it's baseball. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to be the biggest guy. You just got to go out there and win. And so that mentally destroyed me as well as just like completely brought down my world, basically. So is that why, is that so why I came you home lifting like crazy? Yes. Yeah. So so when I was freshman, so this is going, this is like freshman summer, kind of like sophomore fall. Um, but it was like August uh, sophomore year. So right at the start for me, I get home, I'm distraught. And then from there, something just clicked. And now I'm like, a, I'm the gym junkie of the 2023 class. Like, it's my thing. So then it comes back the year after that. Uh, or like it would have been two years later for me, because 18. So I get invited back again. I'm the younger kid, but like at this point, I'm like, I would expect to make the team, you know, I just got there do my thing, do what I'm supposed to do. You'll be fine. Um, I'll play like right or left alongside Elijah and Drew and Paxton and like everybody, they're all great. So, but I, at least I felt like there was a roster spot for me this year. I decided to go out there and prove that I deserved it. Well, um, two weeks before I get COVID, so can't go. Um, another just absolute heartbreaker because they, that was when everything was really strict. So you had to like pass a test in advance, all this stuff. And then uh, I ended up getting sick, so I couldn't even go to trials. Um, and then this year finally comes around and I'm like, basically like pray. Like I know I like I deserve to be on this team. I'm going to go out there and prove why I did that. Boom. Awesome. Made the team literally like cried for like 15 minutes. I was so excited. Like it was awesome um definitely the coolest experience of my life especially once we got into like those gold medal games or like the medal rounds because like the three weeks leading up to that is so hard like it is like actually grind you're on the field 8 a.m to 12 p.m um and then you got like a little break and then another four hours on the field that's like the first three weeks you're practicing and training and getting ready you know to go play all these other countries and then once you actually tow the dirt against Chinese Taipei or against Canada, especially like those tensions are nuts. Oh. And that was the single handedly coolest things ever. Uh, for me, like my, my coolest memories there were obviously winning the gold medal, standing on the podium, hearing your national anthem played louder than everyone else's like unreal feeling, especially winning on your soil. But like my biggest thrill was we were playing Canada bottom of six. If we lose, we're out we wouldn't have made the medal rounds probably we would have tied with Korea and they beat us head to head. So they would have gone ahead or excuse me, Chinese Taipei, they beat us head to head. They would have gone ahead. So who, you know, down by one bottom six runners on second, first 
kid hangs a change up to him. He hit it about 400 feet right center. Dude. And the floodgates of emotions just blew up inside of me. It was amazing. Crowd chanting USA. Like, it was such a cool feeling for me. Um, but, yeah, like, overall, all of those things just kind of, like, summed up the last three years of, like, heartbreak for me, which was really cool. That's crazy. That I couldn't even imagine, like. Dude, I would be so nervous. Oh, my. What were you feeling in the box, dude? Dude, in the box, it was crazy because – so we played Canada in an exhibition, and we beat them 26-1 to 1 before the <laughs> World Baseball Cup started. Um, so we were getting beat, and we were like, what is – like, the world was, like, basically coming down on us. We were like, what's going on here? So they bring in this, like, specialist who threw against us in the scrimmage who was, like, the only pitcher who actually got outs. But he was known for just throw- – he threw a ton of changeups. He was only, like, 85, 87, but he had a really good changeup. And so there's three lefties ahead of me in the order. And uh, his first pitch to each lefty was a changeup. So going in, I was sitting changeup. And I swear to you, I had like one of those highlight reel moments in your head. Because the batter before was Blake Mitchell, and he smoked a double. Like, it should have been a double into the left center gap. Kid made an outstanding play. Sports center top 10 over the head. Like, dip your cap to, cap to Canada. That was unreal. But as, as they're walking back to the dugout, they start chirping at Blake, telling him, like, a can of corn, go back home, blah, blah, blah. And so you have one of those moments in your head where literally you see what's going to happen, and then it happens. And I swear to you, off the barrel, bat flip, looked over at him and said, punch a ticket, and ran around the bases. It was sweet because that sent him home. And it was just, like, the biggest, yes, exactly. Like, there, we probably oh, had, like, 200, dude. 300 USA kids there. Uh, like parents and family wise and every single one was just chanting usa usa a lot of time like draped over their backs like the uh the flags and stuff oh dude it was That's nuts crazy. it was you so were, good you were 17 oh, or 18 uh i was 17 at the time i turned 18 when i got back that's crazy dude oh my god yeah um, it was it was awesome. that i couldn't i couldn't imagine like I look at these guys that hit, you know, walk-offs or something crazy in, like, a World Series, and I feel like that is kind of what it would feel like. Except in the pros, especially if it's World Series or postseason, there's probably thousands of more people. Yeah? Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Like, the so one of our coaches in one of, like, the developmental leagues, which is, like, before you actually make the team, he actually played on the Red Sox, and he was on the – World Series team in like 2008, I think, or something like that. And he played first base. His name was Doug Makovich. He was like really good. Okay. Um, but he also won a gold medal, and he hit a, he hit a huge clutch bomb in the. Uh, he played in like the '96 game or something like that. Um, and he said, after winning a gold medal and a World Series ring, that the gold medal still stands with him more today because it was like on your it was four year soil. Oh, yeah. But he said it was still, like, the coolest moment of his life was winning that, like, for America. He said it was unreal. Oh, and then, like, I didn't believe him. I didn't believe him because he was saying, like, this was before we won a gold medal. And he's like, I won a World Series ring. And I was like, okay, yeah, there's no way that you didn't feel more cool winning a World Series ring than you did a gold medal. Then I won a gold medal, and I was like, oh, my God. He was oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I literally texted him right after we won. He was the first guy I texted besides my parents. That's awesome. Um, Dude, if I, if I were you, I couldn't imagine not walking around with that thing around my neck every single day, dude. You don't know, dude. We, so we win. <laughs> we win, and they take 
So when we take the bus next time to the airport, all of us rolling in with our game worn jerseys and the uh, the metal hanging down. Everybody's like standing ovation. It was nuts. And like it was in uh, it was Fort Lauderdale or not Fort Lauderdale, um, Sarasota. So like it was packed. We flew out of Sarasota and it was literally packed. And they were just everybody's like, "That's the UAT team!" And, like giving us you know props and stuff. It was awesome. So do you have that medal at your house? Uh yeah, it's somewhere. It's actually after, I believe it's in a case downstairs. After oh, we're done man. here, if you don't mind, I'd like to see it. Yeah, I got you. All right, cool. Um so kind of gonna change real quick. High school. You are you a senior right now? Yes. How is high school with I mean you have a big following, you are busy. Um How's how are you able to do high school and all the stuff you do? And I guess the best way to ask this is like, do you get like a not special treatment, but like, do the teachers understand what you do? Yeah, I've so like 99% of them, yes, you know, I've been blessed with like good parents as well. My mom was a school teacher, so like she understands how to communicate with teachers and make it That's like, funny. hey, he's gonna be gone here, here, and here. You know, we need this, this, and this. Can I get these worksheets early so that I can do them? Um, I'm very good about that too. Like I stay on top of my work. I'm a four. I'm a four one, four two student. So it's like, I high school is is what it is for me. Like it's just kind of you know do your work, get it done with, so that I can get to baseball. So it's always been first in our family, and academics always will be. So um, and that, that was like another reason for choosing Vanderbilt. Um, side note, but um, I wouldn't say like special treatment by any means. Just you know, they, they there's a few that don't understand it, and, and then that's when you have to get, like, the big dogs administrators involved because it's, like, we had to get state excuses for my high school for the Olympic team because I was gone for, like, 27 days or something like that. And it was, like, I feel like the word Olympic should just, like, you know, that should, like, resonate with someone. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, no, for the for – 99%, you know, it's just normal, normal business, you know, communicate when you're gonna be gone, email the teachers, get the work ahead. And then, you know, get get it done when you get back. Like when I got home from Team USA, I had like 38 assignments that I had to be done. They gave me a deadline and I got them all turned in and I still got full credit. So it's like, they take care of me, but I also make sure that they're not just one day I'm not there and then I'm not there for four weeks, basically. Gotcha. Be, be honest, you wore that medal around high school. Be honest. First day, first day. <laughs> Like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be 100 honest. Yeah, I wore it my first day. Uh, one of my before I left, one of my teachers asked me if missing 21 days of school was worth it for the Olympics. So I wore it because I want to go medal to be like, yes, it was worth it. <laughs> yeah. What's funny is you would think like you said earlier, if I went to my teacher and was like, hey, I'm gonna be in the Olympics, I need to have some time off. I'm sorry, if I was a teacher, I'd be like. Whatever you need, like, let me know. Yeah, that's like, it. Boom, I got you right yeah. now. Like, like let's just... let's uh, you're, you're gonna be gone for four weeks. All right, so I'm gonna give you two weeks worth of work now, and then you can do two when you get back, and like, boom, and that's what exactly. it's like. Like normally, that's what it's like. But I've had a few here or there that just like don't really understand why. I guess like they understand that I'm gonna be gone for baseball, but they don't understand why it's important for my future goals. Um, and that's usually people who don't know who I am. Um, because like you were kind of hitting it on earlier, like big social media following. Like I don't really present that to other people, I guess, for lack of a better term, like people know who I am, but I don't really try and like use that as an excuse in school basically, or you know what I mean? Like 
Oh yeah. I just like there are some like, people you're like, that like know who I am, and then there are some who just like no, I'm good at baseball, and it's like okay, cool. That's like it's it's a good medium. Yeah, you're not you're not like come on, I'm I'm Max Clark. Like <laughs> yes, exactly. That, that's yes. cool. That's cool. Um, that's with the big social media following, is high school is high school tough? Like. Honestly, like, no, I, Franklin, especially is like the whole city is so supportive. And that's one thing that you don't really get out of smaller cities a lot. Like, you know, usually it's like 50, 50 or just like, there's a group that just doesn't like you because of who you are, because you're not like, Oh, this isn't Franklin, you know, like whatever that may be. I don't have that. Everyone in Franklin's so supportive and like, sure. There's those one or two people that, you know, don't really care. And it's usually because they don't know who I am. And that's what I've run into recently is like, if there's anybody who like questions like what I do or who I am or anything, it's usually just because they don't know who I am. Um, But once they figure out who I am, why I'm doing it, like everything like that, they're so supportive. And then like, you know, in Indiana, you play baseball in like 38 degree weather till May. And it's like, we still have 500 or 700 people a night on like Tuesday games at seven. It's nuts, but the support, the support's crazy. Um, it's, it's awesome for sure. And then like the only time I really run into issues with like that in terms of school wise is like when we, when we're playing other schools, like, obviously I, I'm sure you can assume where that's going. Like it's just downpour. Like every school in our conference has like their own bar school account. So it's like, (laughs) I could tweet one thing and the next thing, you know, it's on bar school, like mocked up or, you know, I go like two for four with two bombs and a, line out but i got tripped up in the outfit or something and that's what like goes on twitter or something you know what i mean like oh yeah they just pick the littlest things and stuff so it feels like anytime franklin barstool comes up it's like the headliner's always me like you know what i mean which is it's frustrating but i also enjoy reading them because like 50 percent of the time they're actually kind of funny and i'm like all right fair <laughs> enough and then you know you go on with your day because it like it doesn't matter yeah. Um, but no, like they're the school rivalries here are legit, and I'm always the target, which is good <laughs> and bad. Course. But it's it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. So, dude, you you kind of said it right there. It it's frustrating at times. I mean, you've had so many eyes on you from such a young age. You've been getting scouted since you were in the seventh grade. Like, how do you deal with that pressure? Like, what do you do? That's insane. I think. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> That's insane, by the way. In seventh grade, dude, I don't, I don't know. It's, I couldn't imagine. It it was wild. Um, but kind of like what you just said is it started so early that by the time I got to high school, I was used to it. So the worst of it was easier because I had already gotten used to the feeling of that. And I mean, I like I touched on this actually a year ago during my high school season, and like, uh, and I had like a documentary on my high school season, and this was one of like the main focuses is. You know, you can't make everyone happy. So I just started finding ways to like make myself happy. And whether that was, you know, spending time with friends, you know, I'm in a great relationship. Um, and she's very supportive of everything that I do because she's in a similar boat. I mean, she's a division one soccer player. She does just about anything and everything to be the best that she can be. And it is really special because I like she understands the same thing that I'm doing and she does the same thing that I'm doing. So it's like it's a great connection there. That sounds like um, a, that like sounds power like, couple. Oh it sounds like yeah, Dan's it's an Swanson and his couple. guy. Yes, exactly. Like, literally, that's like <laughs> I've said that a couple times, and it's just like yes. Um, but 
like those are two simple outlets right there but it's also you know falling in love with the gym also has its success or it also has um help with that like if you're having a bad day it's really comforting to go and just like bang out some weight um but yeah friendships uh kaylee my girlfriend like weight room whatever it may be it's just kind of about finding an outlet for me um so all of those the those are my biggest three at least Dude, you're getting me pumped. You're making me want to run through a wall right now, dude. Like, dude, I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow. Like, I swear. Yeah, like, like, let's go. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, so, it's so comforting for me. There will be times where I'm, like, sitting at home, and I'm just like, okay, like, I need to get up and do something. And it'll be, like, 1045, and I'll just go to, the, like, my facility and, like, do something. Like, I don't know. You know, if you hit arms that day, we're hitting legs at 11, you know, screw that but let's go <laughs> like, dude, isaiah if you if you start going you're gonna have to get legs like him dude when you post on your instagram if you do oh your, yeah before and after you dude you got like yeah. freaking tree trunk legs bro like that's what i yeah it, it's, i'm telling you that's the secret sauce is after this, legs, after this legs, he's gonna send me his workout routine i'm like <laughs> i got you i'm like <laughs> i'm honestly getting very well like very well proportioned now i used to be like really heavy on the lower half but now it's like everything's catching up, which is so nice because now it's just like swole, swole mode, basically, which is what I've been working for is just getting everything proportionate. But yeah, I started lifting like heavy, heavy with my legs like three years ago. And then I finally just got after it on the upper half as well. Um, Cause I was always under the, like the normal impression that everybody is like, you don't want to get hurt um, like arm wise. She's got to be easy, but now it's just like, I swear I lift like a power lifter. It's so awesome. Like, it's amazing. I don't really – I don't train, like, athletically like a lot of guys do. I just – I'm a really good athlete, and I hit the things that are needed from athletic-based training, and then I just get after it with Olympic lifts. I mean, with all the Chipotle that you eat and all the protein, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, hey. I'm not saying anything, but I'm saying it. Chipotle is the move. Chipotle, so, if you're listening, get this man a gold card. Yeah, for Exactly. <laughs> um for real so where's 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 your favorite place you've ever played Ooh, that's a good question i honestly have to i I think the coolest place that i played was either chase field or dodger stadium oh you played dodger stadium that's sick yeah the mlb all-american game was there so like all that it was during all-star weekend too so like it was stoked it was sick that's sweet Uh, um but i think my favorite place was leecom Pittsburgh's high. Um, that's where Team USA was, and okay. that was that was a really good place to play. That's sweet. Um, have you met any big leaguers yet? Um, yeah, I feel like I have. I'm trying to. Oh yeah, I met uh, Josh Bell. Uh, okay. He played for the Indians. That's or he played for like the Indianapolis Indians because he's with the Pirates. So, um, and that's then. Funny we play MLB the show and he hit a bomb with Josh Bell the other day. Um, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Josh, I love Josh, dude. He was awesome. I met him when I was like 11 or 12 when he was with the, uh, when he was with the uh, Indians. So that was sick. Um, I've met so many minor leaguers, but I just haven't met. Oh, Tucker Barnhart, Jared Kelnick, uh, Lance Lynn. I'm trying to think of like all these dudes play for the Bulls. So Drew Thorin. Um, I think that's it. That's I I know I'm missing one. I know I'm missing one, but I'll think of it like 20 minutes later in the middle of the show and just like <laughs> put it out a random name. So real quick, I said MLB the show. Um, 
how are you you're gonna be in that game pretty soon i'm actually in it you are yeah really? 20 the so the yeah you know, like 23 the, uh 23 like the fantasy one where you can like draft the rosters of like the, the fantasy diamond yeah, uh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, that I'm in that. I didn't know, but someone sent me a screenshot of it. So, dude, that's sick. Let's go. Yeah, it was pretty dope. Let's that was, go. It was pretty dope. So, does do you know your rating in that? I was a 71. I'm gonna say probably low, only because you're not in the pros yet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So when yeah. that 99 card comes out in two years or whatever, then I'll make sure that it's on my team. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna put myself on my team. I think. Of course, I'm gonna just make you a gotta team hit up. Like... You gotta hit them up. They'll they'll make you a card, dude. Yeah, I know. I need to, those I custom need to, like, 99s. Yes, yeah, like, can I get a diamond, please? Yeah, you got to. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't play the show, but I swear I need to. But like the skill dude. gap, I tried. I so I got 22 when it first came out on Xbox, and I was yeah. so bad, and I was just like, I can't do this. Like it hey. was so hard to hit. I was a really good pitcher, but I couldn't hit. It's okay. So I've been playing for a couple years now because that's our game that we play. And, uh, dude, I swear, I feel like I don't get better. Like, I, this guy yeah. is, like, this guy, will, he'll get better overnight. Like, I don't understand how he does it. And then I, <laughs> I'll play for three hours a night, seven days a week. And, dude, next week, I'm still, I'm worse than I was the week before. But, um, <laughs> dude, you, you need to get it because they do, co-op and in the new one they're doing ranked co-op so like it actually there's actually a point to play co-op now yeah yeah, yeah. dude dude i'm so down like i honestly will is it 23 or 24 23 and if you have game pass actually honestly actually now that i think about it i think i have it i just need to download it 23 comes out in two weeks yeah Oh, never mind. Okay, then I have twenty-two. Okay, yeah. never mind. All right, um, but yeah, we'll we'll get twenty-three. Yeah, we'll yeah, we'll stream sure. it. We'll stream and we'll all, we'll all play and have a good time. Dude, I'm about to start streaming Rainbow because so many kids want me to, and I swear it's gonna be so sick. Do it. Hell yeah, do it, man. Do it. Rain Rainbow's my like. I am a sweat at Rainbow. That's sick. Um, but no, when when the show comes out, I'll hit you up. We'll have to definitely run it and um. If you're if you suck, then we'll carry you for a little bit and let you get better. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly how it's gonna be. Like I'll be I'll be an ace, but I mean I'll, I'll go O for for the first time in my life. So um, <laughs> the first we mentioned, time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned something earlier about, about that. football and stuff. Uh, I saw that you were, were you not you were pretty good at football, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that was I grew up playing football too. Uh, I I grew up playing basketball as well. I just quit sophomore year, um, but or after my sophomore year. But uh, yeah, I mean, football. Uh, I was basically I started as a dual threat quarterback, and then once high school hit, I actually just switched to receiver because I couldn't commit time um, during the summer. So, like, it was like I would have been uh, probably a three year, yeah, three year starting varsity quarterback, but I just switched over to receiver. Um, it was three years, uh, uh, varsity receiver. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was fun. Uh, I was, I was pretty solid. I had, I like, I think in my career I had like 1400 receiving yards. Um, and that was across like 12 games. Cause I usually miss like four games a season. So yeah, I was a little over like 120 yards a game. Dang, that's, that's but yeah, awesome. I was like, it was, it was sweet. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm really glad that like football was the sport that all my, fr- my like, closest best friends played. 
and they don't play anything else. So I was really happy to kind of go out there one more year with them and just kind of close that chapter. I thought it was, you know, I, I didn't really want to just like bail on them. Um, especially when I was like, I mean, I was a valuable asset to the team. So, um, I love the sport. It's definitely like right up there in baseball. I mean, obviously baseball is going to take the cake every time, but I thoroughly enjoyed it this season. It was a blast. I mean, there's not much better than Friday night football at, in Indiana. Like it's, it was packed. I mean, our sectional game had to have five or 6,000 people at it. So Dang. it was, it was crazy. Yeah. It was nuts. That's crazy. Um, okay. Question. If you can hit a bomb off of any pitcher in the MLB, who is it? Oh, ah, man. Um, probably Chapman, just because I want to see that. Like, I want to see 104, but I also want to hit it like 440, like just dead central, you know? Dude, you know get I mean? like, so you want prime get... Chapman. He ain't, he, he ain't yeah, bumping yeah, that yeah. anymore. I want, I want prime. prime Chapman, like not 104, 105 with like the 97 mile an hour cutter. And I want to see 104. And it's gonna be it's gonna be a two two count. He's gonna throw hundred and four on the black. I'm gonna watch it. He's gonna call it a ball. He's gonna <laughs> throw a cutter into my hand. I'm gonna hit it into the river at San Francisco. And yeah, yeah that's like I'm just gonna, I'm just thinking of some good like you know good good moments. That'd be <laughs> sick. Um, you get um, good wood on that, and I mean, this is awesome. gonna go. <laughs> yeah, like you you don't really have to do much. You can just lay the bat there, and you'll probably get a double. Yeah, yeah. for reals. Uh, Obviously, we know Chapman. Mm-hmm. Prime Chapman threw 102 on the mound. I saw that you throw 97. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I was, uh, so last season I was mostly like 95, 96. Um, and then I actually ended up getting up to 98. So, you know, that oh. was so, but, uh, so are you, you an outfielder or like you want to pitch or what's, what's the deal? I'm, I'm a hundred percent an outfielder. Um, I honestly just threw because I had, like, I have a really, really live arm. Um, I was super blessed with that. And, you know, I don't want to be like arrogant by any means, but like, it was just something that I had some, you know, God given talent and my arm moved really fast at a young age. And then I had a really strong arm. Um, but I threw all the way up until, uh, let's see, like I started pitching lessons when I was nine. So I actually started as a pitcher until I was like 13 or 14. And then I got with my hitting coach and like, I turned into a legitimate hitting prospect. So now hitting is way above pitching for me like <laughs> it is it's way more fun for me like the only thing I enjoyed about pitching and the reason I really did is because I am a competitive human being and there's nothing better than going one-on-one with somebody in the box like on the mound that is like there's nothing better than just rearing back and throwing like a you know two-two slider in a big game and they swing at it and then your catcher makes a great block gets up throw the guy out first like yes like absolutely count me in oh yeah um, we both play baseball in a men's league. We're not as good as you, so we don't really play like <laughs> anything crazy. But um, we do play like real baseball. Um, and last year we had a guy that came from college, p- pitch probably around ninety one, ninety two. Um, what's it like? Have you? I mean, I'm sure you've maybe seen it like a hundred. Have you seen a hundred miles an hour? Yeah, yeah, I've seen a hundred a couple times. It's what's it's that? unreal. Literally, it looks just like. It was like a white highlighter, just like moving through this. <laughs> like it's it's nuts. And then trying to like pick up somebody's slider behind it. That's what it is. Everybody always gets caught up on the below, and it's like, yeah, hundred's really hard to hit. But all you have to do is get on time with it. Trying to hit what... the ninety-two mile an hour slider behind it is the hardest part because you have to recognize it. Like at that mile an hour, everything's coming out looking like a fastball, 
And then at the last 37, 36 feet, it just suddenly falls 16 inches to the right. And you have to make a decision in those 20 feet because you got to accelerate the bat. And it's like, if you guys look up the sports signs on that thing, it is ridiculous. But coming from somebody who's not as smart as the guy who does sports science, like just trying to like imagine, you know, swinging at a pitch when it still has 20 feet to drop and telling your brain it's going to end up there. Like hitting a fastball is a lot easier than like, even if it's a hundred, it'll still be a lot easier than that 90 mile an hour breaking ball that looks just like a fastball till 30 feet. Well, that's what I tell everybody. I'm like hitting 90. Cause I've been in a cage where it's a hundred and you, if it's just straight fastballs, I mean, it, it's not hard to hit. Like, yeah, no, you, you have, can get the bat to it. Yeah. And when you have something though, that's a hundred, a hundred and then 85 and that has movement on it in the moment, like, like you said, right out of the hand, everything looks the same. But to yeah. have to adjust to something coming in 15 miles an hour slower, which doesn't seem like a big difference, but it is in the box. Yeah, oh my. The difference between 85 and 100 and 60 feet is ridiculous. Like, oh my. Like, Noble Myro is 96, 98 against me, and he's like sidearm out here. And so you literally like can't see the slider out of his hand because he like hooks the ball. So it all looks like a fastball because he hides his fingers. And I swear to you, he started me a fastball on the outer black and it ended up going in between my legs by the time it was done. And in the whole process, I still never saw the ball. It just ended <laughs> up going between my legs. Um, so I took I took the pitch, of course. But it was still one of the most ridiculous pitches I've ever seen in my life. It was like Damn, somebody stole a blitz ball. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Um, what do you think of the new MLB rules? Oh man, I don't know. I think the pitch clock is like fine. Like I, for me, it's not going to matter because I'm I don't step out of the box. Um, I, I'm I'm literally always in the box. Um, I think the bases are like you know what, like that's a savvy idea to kind of get some more stolen bases because almost every stolen base is a bang bang play nowadays. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, it's not a bad idea. Um, I'm interested to see what the record book's going to look like with that though. If somebody can like you know figure out a way to you just like catch Henderson or something, but um, other than that, I mean, just like the shift, I think is fine because people don't realize that MLB pitchers are so good that if you shift someone to the right side, they're going to throw it inside and directly place it where they want it to where you basically have no choice but to hit it to the right side. Um, so I think that's like. I think it does kind of make it like more fair for the hitters, I guess. Um, I still think it takes away from like the natural aspect of baseball and finding a way to hit it to the opposite field. But when dudes are painting 102 on the inside corner, like it's so hard to inside out swing and still get it over the shortstop that's playing at shortstop still. Like, I think that I think I'm okay with the shift. I don't think it's that bad. Um, I don't think the pitch clock is that bad. I think it's a little fast though. I think it should be 25 seconds, but that's just me. Because um, I think it rushes pitchers, and it's going to lead to dudes getting hit. Um, like, like we saw with Justin Turner yesterday. Like, that dude on the mound was known for not being very accurate. I was reading about this. And now that he's being sped up and he throws 100, like, that's so hard to get your body in time when, you know, the last 17 to 24 years you've never done that. Like, You've just taken your time, gotten everything synced up, and then unleashed a fireball. Um, so, I don't know. I'll be interested to see, like, the statistical and the analytical work after the season with, like, hit-by-pitches, stolen bases, 
you know, hitting into the shift with like, if they're using four outfielders, like I think I have to change that too, you know? So I don't know. It'll be interesting. Um, we'll see though. I think, I think everyone will be like, okay with it by the end of the year. I think the only one that'll probably end up getting like rechanged is the pitch clock. I bet it'll get moved back a couple seconds. Gotcha. Um, you've been hit by a hundred mile an hour fastball. Uh, hardest pitch I've ever been hit by is 94. Suck or? Yeah, it was awful. I got hit in the ribs, so it was terrible. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, like, right there. Oh, it that would suck. And you want to yeah. face Chapman? Yeah, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wear, like, two C-flaps. There you then, go. Like, I'll wear Evo Shield leg guards, but all the way down my ribs. You know, you're bringing up the the numbers part of it. I saw somewhere that I they they're skeptic that or they're they're kind of thinking that pitchers are gonna get um injured more because you know you're throwing bullets and then you got that pitch clock and you know that's more time on your arm that's not being recovered. Yeah, I think that'll be interesting just because it's like you're like rep per exertion is basically like something that they've been using. Uh, they use that in weightlifting. So it's like, how many times can you go before you literally can't go? And I feel like if you're at a faster pace, your RPE is going to like slowly get higher and higher and higher. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. that, that I, re- I saw that on Twitter and I'm like, I'm really interested to see the numbers on it. Because um, I think if you're just like, if you begin rushing guys, your body starts to rush. Mm-hmm. And when your body starts to rush, everything else comes later. That's actually supposed to be in front. So it's like, if your head's rushing, your shoulders are flying open, and then you start pushing with your elbow, it's like, okay, well, there goes TJ. You know what I mean? It's open so many different things. I don't know. I don't know. I think that, like, I saw something where it was, like, regular season games go 25 seconds, postseason go 32 seconds, and then in the World Series, give them, like, 40 seconds. And it was like, okay, 40 seems extreme, 25 seems extreme, but I really like that, like, 30-second, like, you have 30 seconds to get a pitch off, get in the box, you know, get your sign. Because I even saw Chris Sale. He was on the mound, batter was in the box, but they couldn't get the pitch called. I mean, he wasn't – so, like, they use, like, pitch calm now, but they, mm-hmm. the catcher was still signing. And, like, Sale was shaking off, shaking off, shaking off. And by the time he came set, the buzzer went off. And it was just like, okay, so a dude just has to, like, call the first thing called. And if he doesn't like it, oh, well. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like the art of pitching is figuring out and being strategic with – where to throw what pitches and all this stuff. And then now pitchers are calling their own pitches with pitch logic to speed things up. And it's like, I don't know. Be interesting. Yeah, for sure. Um, No, I mean, it speeds up the game. I think part of baseball, though, is playing the three-hour-long baseball game. I mean, that's just – when I, I go to a game, Um, I enjoy sitting there, drinking a beer, having a hot dog, and just hanging out and being in the environment. Yeah. And- to cut it down i think there's i feel like they're trying to uh yeah yeah i feel like they're trying to adapt to like the casual fan and not like an actual baseball fan which to each their own and like i know it's at the end of the day it is about money so it's like you know they're gonna get more them if you have more action in a shorter amount of time more people are gonna go and watch it it's just how it goes it's just like i don't feel like you should take away from the art of the game you know I what i mean like- I just feel like people are going to go anyways, though. Like, whether you change it or not. Like, my wife can't stand baseball, but she goes with me. She likes going yeah. to baseball games. 
even though she doesn't like watching them on TV. But um, yeah, just going to a baseball game is different. I yeah, guess. So as I said, like even I, I think that like it's hard. It's sometimes hard to watch like a full nine inning game sit on your couch. But I'll watch four of them if they're alive. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's just something about being in a ball game or at a ballpark. Like when I play in like these you know week long tournaments. I swear, I play my game at 10 a.m. and I'm there till like 7, just watching other teams, like hanging out with other people that are there, like all this kind of stuff. I just, I love that. And that's definitely the actual baseball fan of me coming out, not like the casual guy, but on the same side, it's like casual fans probably do enjoy just kind of going to a baseball game. That's why they're there. If they don't yeah. care about baseball, they're there to drink a beer or have a hot dog and watch. Yeah. So it's, it's like. It's the environment. What's my the, wife yeah. went to, she went to a minor league game before we met and hated it. She was like, I'm never going to another baseball game again. I was like, just come with me to a Braves game. And so she did, and she loved it. And she was like, it's, yeah. just, it's so different there than it is minor leagues. And so I was like, now we go to like five or six a year if we can. But um, no. I yeah, think- the Braves, Braves games are sweet too. That's, every time I go to Georgia for like Lake Point or East Cobb, we go to a Braves game. That's sick. Um, you'll have to let me know next time. I might might go out with you guys. Um. Dope. Like I said, I'm two hours away, so I'm always down. Um, oh yeah. So why? I mean, I can. I feel like I can answer this for you, kind of. But why Vanderbilt? Uh, it came down to four things for me. Uh, academics being one. I mean, like I said, family's very academic. Sister went to Columbia and Duke. Brother went to IU and Mauer Law, and then graduated two years early. So like, like, and then like I said earlier, my mother was a school teacher. She's retired now, but was a school teacher. So always been a huge academic family. Um, and so for me, I came down to school that not only had a great coaching staff, a great facility, a great track record, all of these things that are also important, but I needed the academics part too. Um, that was like number one. And then, like I just said, the coaching staff was unreal. Um, going down from my camp when I was in eighth grade was like unreal. Um, meeting all the guys like Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter were my coaches for the day. Wait, and they were standing – let me stop you real quick. Yeah. You say you were at the facility at a camp in eighth grade? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's just crazy to me. Like, it was nuts. Uh eighth grade. Like Yeah, it was did nuts. You, did you do you know what you were doing? Like, did you like did that like realize did you ever realize like, oh, I'm going to like a facility? Or was it just like, oh uh, yeah, like, that's just what it is? Like yeah, it was like a weird mix of both because like I <laughs> I started my recruitment process in seventh grade. Like I'm not even kidding you. I had offers when I was in seventh grade. I had IU and Purdue when I was in seventh grade. Dude, so that's crazy. It was just like I was used to these things at a really young age, and I matured on that side. Like I was I was comfortable meeting with adults. I was comfortable with talking to adults. I had phone calls with forty coaches. You know what I mean? Like. It was it was nuts, um, and it was stressful as I'll get out for a seventh grader. But that's what the parents are for, you know what I mean? Yeah. They were always sit on the call, help me out, you know, tough question, you mute mute the phone and be like, "Hey, what does that mean?" or something. Like, you, you hear a word you don't understand because they forget they're talking to a thirteen year old. Um, but no, like in all seriousness, it was super cool. Um, but yeah, coaching staff was nuts. Track records on real facilities are fantastic. And then the atmosphere of Nashville is also unreal. I'm a big country music guy, so um, can't complain there at all. Um, you know what I mean? But all of that coming together was just a, the, the end of the deal. No brainer. Um, like, I literally, like, thought about it for, like, two days. And I was like, yep, that's where I want to go. Well, Vanderbilt's always been a great baseball school. 
Oh yeah, last twenty years. Ever since ever since Coach Corps took over, man, they've been they've been something special. Yeah. Um so what I guess what's like what's your goal? Like I feel like I feel like it's kind of obvious to win a World Series, maybe, but you've already done what ninety nine percent of the world can't do, and that's win a gold medal. Um so now what are you like what are you trying to do? I mean, you kind of just did one of the biggest things anybody can really do in their life. But what's like your what's like your next thing that you want to do? I just kind of want to like uh, go out and do anything that I can for those who have like supported me. You know what I mean? Uh, parents have sacrificed so much. This town has sacrificed so much. My friends, my girlfriend, all of these, they've just given sacrifice after sacrifice while giving support and support and support and support. And you get the point. So for me, it's come down to how can I do something for a bigger entity than myself? while continuing to live the dream that they helped me get to. You know what I mean? I got so you. I don't really want to put like an expectation, like, Hey, I want to be an all-star all-star or uh, I want to be rookie of the year. or I want to be a hall of famer. Like, yeah, everyone would love to be a hall of famer, but that's not something you can just say. So I do like short-term, long-term, medium-term goals. Like how do I get here from this step? What's next? And then like, it's a huge, just like pillar of things to check off, cross box, you know, dot the I, cross the T, everything. Um, what can I do? So um, there's a lot of things that I've always, like, wanted to do for my parents and friends and family. And it's just, like, I'm going to keep living my dream. Um, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing, keep having fun, most importantly. Um, and then just keep giving back to those who gave a lot to me. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that is. Awesome. Um, are you are you Are you ready for it? Like, are you ready for... I mean, I feel like your life's already kind of been crazy and always kind of where you're going, but if that makes sense, but like, are you ready for, are you ready for like, what's coming up? I feel like if, if there was somebody who was, you know, like if it was a competition, I would be the most ready. Um, I feel like I can lock myself in, in any situation, no matter what it is and just go along for the ride. Um, you know, I'm a guy who like, doesn't like to ride a lot of highs and I don't want to sink into a lot of lows. I'm just always going with what is, you know, on plane. And I'm I actually have a tattoo about that. Um, okay. Maybe not in this jacket, but like got some mountains. Cause and, your arms are uh, too big, bro. I, yeah, no, this jacket's <laughs> higher than I'll get out. Um, but yeah, no, I have a lot of mountains and waves just about riding the highs and then staying consistent, um, through the waves. So it's like. For me, that is the biggest thing about what whatever the future may hold. May hold. Just kind of got to stay mellow through it all. Um, I know that I've put in more hours than everybody. I know that I've done all of this stuff. Like, that's great. But it's not going to matter unless you keep doing it. And it's only going to get harder from here. So, like, mentally, I'm so locked in and ready to go. And then when the challenge arises, like, let's go attack it. Let's go get it. Hell yeah. Um damn dude i'm so pumped for you dude like you have no idea like i've i've been watching you since you were on like the philly scout team on youtube like i'm just like Heck yeah dude who is this guy like this guy looks swagged out of his mind like the great. philly scout team great great thing to go into as a dude dude how like i know we keep saying how but like dude just like like real quick you're such too. a freak athlete the eye black the eye black yeah okay the eye black talk about like what philly scout team like how did you even get a part of that 
Uh, so I was really good friends with Drew and Elijah, and you know I reached out to them. I was like, dude, I, I need I need to like go play in this. They were playing the WWBA, which is like the biggest national term of the year, and I wanted to go play a year up because I wanted like the exposure. I just needed to. I my team wasn't going to play in my age groups WWBA, so I needed to go play in the one above first off, and then I needed to play in one in general second off. So Texas Drew and Elijah, and they're like, dude we need some guys like let's, let's make a super team. So basically we did. Um, we were the most ridiculous team on paper I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and then I met Nelly, who's like the head coach of it as well as JP, uh, Jeff Perez. So both of those guys took really good care of me for a week and a half. I was there. Um, I, I like, I still talk to Nelly and JP these days. Nelly and I call each other all the time. Like that's my guy. You know what I mean? Uh, he, he's my twin as he says. So, um, you know, like, <laughs> The, the the connections there are lifelong. Like Drew and I are really close now. Elijah and I are really close now. Um, but yeah, like it was it was crazy. Um, that team was so stacked, and like that was one of the most fun weeks of baseball because it was just a bunch of really good players just having a lot of fun. Because the WWE is really really it looked like you guys were having fun, dude. Like everyone was smiling, like just yeah, right like in the touch center field, dude. Like you guys were having it. Yeah, and like, like that's the nice thing about WWBA is it's one game a day, and then you're just hanging out with the guys the rest of the day. So it's like we had we were you know doing whatever until like one a.m. in the hot tub, just like messing around, a bunch of seventeen and sixteen year old dudes having a blast <laughs> at like some Marriott, like you know what I mean, playing <laughs> cornhole. Like all of our parents are out there getting to know each other because it's like none of these none of us knew each other really. Like we all knew we were really good and like best players in the class and stuff. And then I was a year younger, so like I was even. Un, more dumbfounded to the situation so it was just a blast um and then you go play one game a day and beat teams by like 25 and then you know like it, it was we were just unfair we had like 46 kids on the roster it didn't make any sense it was like it just it was so unreal while being so fantastic at the same time like it it was like a video game to me <laughs> like it was just it was random like it was so wild how many kids we had in the dugout because like i'm from indiana the indiana bulls we carry like 16 to 17 kids at the most and like we had 46 kids in our dugout at one point you know what i mean like 20 po's and 20 P, uh position guys and then six two ways which was hilarious like it was so awesome that's crazy i loved it um so real quick about eye black so i know you kind of go all out with your eye black um I umpire middle school and high school games um by the way so much harder than these professional umpires make it look like I know the game of baseball but like there's things that happen that I'm like wait what yeah this is a bunch of random anyways high school and junior high can't use eye black like you do and it's a new thing that's going on and like not everyone's ex thing but they bring you up like a lot of the kids are like i can't do like max clark like <laughs> yeah like, so a lot of people that's like your little thing i think is your eye black yeah it is so it like took craze here too like we can't wear it in indiana during high school anymore um like i don't understand it honestly i thought it was a state rule at first and then i found out it was like an nf nfhs rule yeah, and I was just like, I don't really understand why there's an eye black rule. 
Because there's absolutely nothing that can go wrong with someone wearing eye black. No. Like, like putting someone in danger. If someone does something stupid, like, that's on them. Yeah. But there's nothing that could hurt someone by wearing eye black. Well, yeah, I, I, would, I, would, I wouldn't I would say that year. necessarily. I mean, you you got the eye black on you, dangerous, you know? Only, oh, yeah. yeah. Only I mean, select you, few. Only select exactly. few know you're about that eye baller. black. You're you're a baller if you got if you got the you know the drip on, but like <laughs> this year they brought back being allowed to wear chains. It's like yeah. that's that that's a little more understandable for high school kids because they could like get their hand caught or choke them or something, you know. Like yeah, probably really 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 slim chance, but it's still greater than zero, which is the one that I black on. <laughs> yeah, no, for reals. Um. What is your buddy's eye black? You you just your buddy came out with the new eye black, right? Oh yeah, so Drip King, uh, it's called Dripstick. Uh, yeah, no, he's awesome. He uh, plays lacrosse at UMass, and he blew up for like basically like obscure crazy eye black. Um, and like he does like the warrior paint, like it's so sick what he does. Um, but then he just like ended up blowing up on TikTok. Um, and his nickname is Drip King because he's like really good with drip. Um, and like he, I don't know, I don't really understand lacrosse drip, but everybody says like he's got lacrosse drip, and I'm like okay. But now <laughs> that like I know him and stuff, he's awesome, and we're we're boys, so I had to hook him up with a little little repost on his on his ideas. So I, they actually sent me a couple sticks too. Let's sweet, go, man, sweet. Um, yeah, I rock, I rock, I black. I do the line, and then I go like that, and I smear it down. He looks stupid yeah. when he does it. No, I'm kidding. Wish. <laughs> um but high school when you play when you're playing high school right now i guess you can kind of brag on yourself for a minute here um are you just like is it like is that as a team I don't, I don't know how to say this like is the team up to how you are or are you just like do you just blow everyone away uh i mean i feel like like, I mean, our high school team has a lot of really good players, and so does Indiana. Like, Indian high school baseball is really good right now. Um, and, like, my conference especially has, like, 25 D1 guys in it. So, I mean, my competition inside conference is legit. And then, like, half of my conference – or out-of-conference schedule has, you know, probably 30 or 35 D1 guys. Like, I live right in the heart of Indiana. So, no matter which way I go, there's talent in the south or talent in the north. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Um, like – I mean, my team has kids that are going to play in college. Like, I mean, like, yeah, yes, I, didn't mean, I am. I, I didn't mean like, for it yeah, to sound like your team's not good, but I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean? Do they all, like, do they all, I guess, take it as serious and, like, it's their life? Or some of them, is it more of, like, it's a sport that they're playing uh, we have a lot of kids who take it just as serious as I do. And it's like, yeah, we have some kids that are just kind of like there because they're good athletes. They want to have fun. They want to be a part of a team. And that's okay. Like, that's what some kids want to be. You know what I mean? And yeah. I love that. I'm just glad they're there. You know what I'm saying? So, but no, like, I mean, a good portion of our team, especially like the the re- returning like varsity guys, like we hated the way we went out last year. So this year, like it's a little personal, I guess, is what you could say. Uh, that's what we've been saying as a joke. So. Cause like everybody knows everyone in my conference. Like we all live within like 20 minutes of each other. So, um, you know, like it, it's, it's personal when we all work out at the same facility in the off season, like it's, it's awesome. Um, but no, like, yeah, we have, a, I mean, 90% of the kids take it just as serious as I do. Um, That's awesome. And like, 
all of them go in with the same mindset of wanting to play in college and like no matter where, you know, I don't have any like D1 or bus kids. Like they just want to play at the next level. You know, they're, they're excited to get an opportunity to play at the next level. They're excited to go out and work hard every day and have a blast. And like all of them put in work in the off season and all of them are multi-sport athletes mostly. So it's like, we just got a group of competitors, man. That's, that's sweet. Yeah, it's, um, it's good. Isaiah, you got anything that you want to yeah, ask him? This is my last and final thing, dude. Like <laughs> a lot of baseball players now aren't, aren't afraid to like, you know, rock some pink. Like I got a pink bat, dude. I use, Let's I use go. pink. I love, I dude. I got, I got a pink leg shield. I got my custom forty four. Like that's hard. Like what? That's actually tough. It's tough, right? Like where that's did tough. where did you find this this obsession with pink? Like, dude, your bat's so sick. Like it's yeah, the dark pink. Like yours. Is- yes, bro. Like it's legit. Um, to be honest, I don't. I I just like was trying to think of something different. And I ordered a all pink custom old hick. Like this is, this is like two, a year and a half ago. This is way before like I had like the notoriety to like actually wear pink and like start a trend with it. And it was just my cage bat. And then I thought it was sick. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to go all out with this. And literally I got like my, my, my own wood bat model with old hickory that I have is like in the serial number. (laughs) Yes, dude. Yeah. So and and if you order my like pink, my pink old hickory when it comes out in July, in the serial number that's engraved, it'll be like zero zero one zero whatever 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 pinky one point because it was like the first model of pinky ever made. That's what he was like. That's what the nickname of like my pink bats are. So you're telling me that you have your own hickory bat? Is that what you're telling oh, me? Oh yeah, like I have my own custom model. So wow, I'll be able. Can to I buy it? that? Like, are you saying I could go out and buy that? not right now you will be in like july dude i need you to promise me when that comes out when i buy it i need you to sign that for me i need you to oh dude let's go i'm down i'm down yeah, for sure except knowing me bro i broke i broke let's like five, bro i I'm... broke like five bats last year um so if, yeah if i were to get one of yours i'm gonna have to order like four of them but um, so that you can like use a couple, <laughs> dude. I don't dude, know what. Yeah, swing a bat, dude. He can't swing a bat. No, shut, shut up. My average here. Hold on, real quick. Since this fool wants to talk like that, um, <laughs> I'll get. Hold on, I actually did decent last year. Um, but dude, my problem is, and you can help me out real quick, cause <laughs> help me out real quick. My problem when I play all the help you can get, dude. Shut up. Just shut up. Um. My problem is I pull everything, but like bad, like, um, and I think I know what it is. I think I opened my shoulders up too quick before my hips, but, um, dude, I've got like, this is a 34. Everyone on my team uses like a 32 and I'm small. I'm like, he thinks He's I'm like, like five, five two. two. He's like five, I, two. I'm not, I'm like five, <laughs> I'm five, eight, but, um, I'm small on our team and I've always been small, but Dude, I'm early as crap on a 34, and I don't know. I'm I'll hit I'll hit nukes that are 50 feet foul. Yeah, Dude. no, it's 100 your it's it's 100 your front shoulder either flying open or your hips leaking early. So, like, it, my, you were right, it's 100 that. My no, coach he's gets just, so just being nice. He's being nice. You're just 100 percent ass. <laughs> Dude, my coach gets Daddy. so mad. <laughs> 
I hit, I'll hit bombs. Like they'll go over the fence, but they're like 50 feet foul. And I'm just like, yeah. dude, if I can keep that fair, I'll have some home runs. Um, but no, just so you know, um, if anyone sucks ass here, it's him. Um, when I go out and we go, whenever, whenever I visit California, we go out and play and, uh, I strike his ass out all the time. Oh. Dude, uh, not even close. We don't, we don't have, we're both catchers. So like we alternate, but they like, we don't have any catchers like on the team. So it's either I'm catching him or he's catching me. So it's yeah. kind of tough. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's fun. And dude, I think, oh, yeah. I think the hardest I've thrown, um, not really anywhere near you, but <laughs> I'm proud of myself. I'm 26 years old. Um, I throw right about 72. Hey, there we go. Yeah, you're like you're like I, I do be, that in sixth I grade. See you, I want to I want to see you. Uh, I want to see you at seventy five by June. So how do you build that up? Uh, just like long toss, lift, get stronger. Uh, create like more flexion back here, so like your layback. Okay. Yeah, you know I mean? it's like that's what long tossing's for. Okay. Next time we have yeah. them on. Next time we have them on, you got to have an update. Dude, yeah, I know. That's a, yeah, that's real. You're like, gonna, you're like gonna see episode, me jack, like, dude. Yeah, bro, bro, you got both of those pumped up when we have you on next time, because you know you're our boy now. You're gonna have to come on again. Um, yeah, no, we'll do it for the draft. We'll do it like right well, draft. I'm thinking too. I mean, if you're gonna be in Tennessee, dude, well, I'll fly him out here. We all need to meet oh, yeah. up. Yeah, that'd be sick. That'd be sick. Um, yeah, but no, you're gonna see us next time, bro. And I'm just gonna be like, oh, fucking big and be like hey thanks to you i throw 85 now bro <laughs> i'll be like dude i threw three no hitters last year like, <laughs> i'm killing it but um no dude uh i had a great time thanks for hopping on here with us yeah dude of course absolutely that's sweet i enjoyed it yeah we um we'd love to have you back on um like you i think you just said before the draft but um Dude, I mean, if you're ever in the area, you're going to be two hours away from me. Let's, I'll come up there. We can chill, whatever. Um, But Isaiah, you got anything that you want to end it on? Dude, man, it's been exciting. I mean, I would have never have guessed in my whole entire life that I'd be speaking with Max freaking Clark, dude. Like, (laughs) insane. Like, it's just so real. Like, anything you want to plug in. Let me just say this real quick. Let me just say this real quick. I wasn't going to put this in, but I'll say oh, it. Oh, I think I know where you're going with this. So <laughs> I have known who you were for quite a bit. And we started this podcast a couple months ago. And I was like, dude, we got to get some guests on here. Because after a while, we can only talk about so many things. Yeah, so I'm yeah. like, I'm just going to DM some people that I would never talk, like who never would look at my shit. <laughs> so I DM'd you. And I called him and I was like, yo, I just DM Max Clark. And he was like, yeah, good fucking luck. Like, you're not going to get shit back. <laughs> and then 30 minutes later, bro, I'm in McDonald's and I call him and I'm like, guess what? And he was like, what's up? And I was like, Max Clark just sent me an audio message back. And he's like, no way. He's like, yeah, right. And I like, I had, I played it for him and he was like, no fucking way. <laughs> And we were, I was like, dude. And so I guess I want to know, like, do you respond to all your DMs or why, how did you see mine? I'm sure you get a uh, lot, don't so, you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I always 
honestly, like 99 plus, um, like I, on my request and stuff. Like, I, like honestly, like it, once it hits 99, like it just says 99 plus. So, uh, I try and go through like 30 a day. Um, and you know what I mean? Like I, sc I usually scroll to the bottom. So that way, like people like, you know, like I'm probably getting 30 a day anyway. So it's like, I'm just answering like the top crop or whatever. Um, but I was actually clearing out my, um, general requests you got lucky so uh, like 99 percent of my requests go to hidden requests because it usually like something in their username or like something like that like trips it so yours was just in my general request which usually like there's only like 10 in there usually because like nobody goes to my general request usually hey, this was and it was just like a top everyone. one i know and it was just like do you want to do a podcast and i was like you know what yeah sure i hadn't done one in a while so like they're fun you know what i mean <laughs> that's sick dude it was yeah, so that's funny awesome i feel like a lot of people that have a following not saying specifically for instagram but i've messaged people and you get like an automated or generated response back yeah yeah, yeah. so when yeah. it said max clark sent you a message i was like dude it's gonna be something like hey it's max clark blah 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 reach out to the, or whatever something like you weren't actually responding then then you were like Hey man, like I'd love to do it. Blah, blah. And I was like, <laughs> dude, like, let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's go, that's, bro. It's sweet. that's sick. Um, well, I appreciate you doing that. Um, if you guys don't follow Max Clark, follow him on Instagram and all his socials. Um Absolutely. Super cool guy. We had a great time. Um, I'd love to meet you in person. Um I'm a fun guy. Um so, <laughs> I'm 26. I'm a little older than you, but hey, I mean, we'll still have a good time. Um, he's more your age. Sure. You're, you're what, 22? Yeah, dude, I'm actually gonna be 23 in March or not March, May. Hey, there you go. Sweet, cool. But um, happy no, we'll, Oh yeah, man. We'll get together. Um, and yeah, man. Thanks for coming on, Isaiah. Do your do your little outro, bro. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Take care. Hey, we love you. Stay on here real quick. And we love you too. <laughs> <laughs>